0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial.
2: It's time, it's time, time,
0: time to get in the zone, time to get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. The first thing for me that just stuck out like, as I'm thinking about this game, you know, there's the Ferdy story and just all this stuff, right? But for me on the 49ers, this is a Kyle Shanahan legacy, game, and I'll explain why. So Kyle, right now, when you look at what he's accomplished, we know he's had, you know, all the 10-win seasons lately, but his postseason record, he has eight playoff wins already. He's a 727 postseason winning percentage, which is which is the highest of any active coach. He's made four of the last five conference title games, and he's one of four active head coaches with you know Belichick and Carroll retiring or whatever they're doing. Um, not coaching right now, I should say. Andy Reid. Um, Sean McVay and Mike Tomlin are the other three. So one of four active head coaches with multiple Super Bowl appearances. He's going to be the 26th head coach in NFL history to have multiple Super Bowl appearances. Of the other 25, only four haven't won at least once. And that's John Fox, Marv Levy, Dan Reeves, and and Bud Grant. So for all we're talking about, all the storylines and everything, I just feel if Kyle wins this game, he ascends to elites of the elite, like top two or three. Maybe we're talking Hall of Fame for him if he gets this title as he continues to go on. If he doesn't, a lot of the doubts creep back in, you know, depending on not how they would lose if he doesn't. But there's been a lot of thing where he can't finish it. You know, he gets blamed for the Atlanta 28 23- three lead even though he was just offensive coordinator he wasn't that coach he blew, they blew a 10 point lead in 2019 so it could shift the other way for him but there's just so much on the line for him because he gets this w guys i just think he ascends to you're talking top what two three coaches maybe in the league right now
2: uh, Yeah, honestly, God. yeah <laughs> yeah no you're good honestly this is the thing it's 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 very hard to win Super Bowls in this league, right? I want I want to make sure we reiterate that. And that's not like something that's mm-hmm. like some mind-boggling big brain thing. But if not now, when? When you have the offensive player right. of the year and you've got George yep. Kittle in his best season and you've got a, a guy who's operating the offense in the same way that Matt Ryan was when you were the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. By the way, I don't understand why Kyle gets all the blame. That defense needed to get one stop and Dan Quinn was the head coach and he just skates by. I, I No mm-hmm. one ever blames Dan Quinn for that one.
1: Oh, the but, Patriots you know. had 201 yards in the fourth quarter, 201 course, in the fourth quarter.
2: It, it's Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. You know, it's definitely Kyle Shanahan. Um, I mean, it, this is a big one. And I think, again, if not now, when? And I think that's kind of the sentiment that I've been and going into this with. And from everything that I've seen, from everything that's been going on this postseason, he's been knocking off narratives. Let's knock off the narrative that, you know, the goalpost move. Well, it wasn't six points. It's seven points. Well, it's not seven. It's like 10 now, Uh, you know, that you got to come back in the fourth quarter. Newsflash, usually when you're down double digits in the fourth quarter, you don't win. doesn't matter what coach you are, especially in the playoffs, right? Like that's something that we need to reiterate. Mm -hmm. But there's one more narrative to knock off. Just one more. One more. And the funny part is, is the coach across from him suffered from the same sort of criticism and thoughts. Great coach, great offensive mind. Couldn't get it done. Time time management. This this sounds like the the parallels are there. And funny enough, Andy Reid gets the monkey off his back against Kyle Shanahan when he finally gets a quarterback that can execute. It's kind of feels like it's lining up right now for Kyle Shanahan that way. So I guess the best way to put it is if not now when. And I think this is the prime opportunity. To roll through the playoffs on you know as the number one seed. Not rolled, but I mean you were the number one seed. You didn't have to travel. You have all these mm-hmm. weapons. You're as healthy as you're going to be. You know, uh, thank God. You know, today at 6:41 on the East Coast, we haven't heard anything about the practice field, um, you know, affecting the team in any way. But if not <laughs> now, when? If not now, when?
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think the big thing is it. This feels, you know, Al and I have talked all season that this feels like this the the 49ers' year. This feels like the season for them, and you know, I think it is fitting that the guy across the sidelines from him is is Andy Reid because, like you said, Jay. Kyle Shanahan is, is experiencing the Andy, the Philadelphia Andy Reed experience right now, where, you know, he is lauded as uh, an offensive play calling genius. You know, he's got this coaching tree that is, you know, seeding the, the rest of the NFL and he's getting his team to you know, four of the last five NFC championship games, and he just hasn't been able to get over the hump, the hump being winning the Super Bowl. Now, he's made it to the Super Bowl twice now where Andy Reid with Philadelphia only made it the one time and lost. And then Andy Reid had to go to Kansas City, and when he got his quarterback, then he won. My hope is that Kyle's not on the same track because he's on our team, and I don't want him to win with his second team. But like you said, Andy won when he got his quarterback. And it certainly feels like Kyle, regardless of, of how you felt about Trey Lance, all of that situation, it certainly feels like Kyle Shanahan has found his guy, his guy to operate this offense the way that he wants it operated. And it's like you said, it's if if not now, when? And And I think the other unique thing about this Super Bowl matchup is it's essentially flipped from Super Bowl 54 in that the 49ers come in with the dynamic high scoring explosive offense and and a defense that theoretically should be better than it has shown in the playoffs just based on talent alone Uh, and then the the Chiefs are the ones coming in with a, a defense that has really showed out as the best defense in the postseason and it's just an interesting, an interesting dynamic. And we all know how it worked out in 54. The team with the better offense won. And 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 spoiler alert, I, th- I think that's going to happen again this season. But yeah, this is this is a, a career defining moment for Kyle Shanahan. And if they do not win this Super Bowl, I don't know. I don't know what next season looks like. It's hard to get back. It's hard to win. It's hard to do all of that um and it's just Kyle Shanahan has meant so much to the NFL during this this stint with the Falcons and now the 49ers in terms of evolving offense that it just seems right for him to have at least one Super Bowl and i think this is the year
0: and i think that's what scares me Brian that's a good point like it, it's so hard to get back and We've been spoiled in the sense that they keep getting to the doorstep. I mean, it's been a kick in the balls every time they get there, but they keep getting to the doorstep. So we've been spoiled in that. Oh, yeah, they'll be back next year. But things got to break right. I mean, they had a lot of breaks this year to to get back there. That's a little bit scary. As I'm thinking about Kyle's legacy, I'm also thinking about the legacy of the guys on the team because these are beloved players, absolutely beloved on this team, whether it's Kittle or Trent Williams or Bosa or Purdy or Debo, whoever, McCaffrey. Like, these are beloved Niners. And you look at the Harbaugh year guys, also beloved Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Justin Smith. You don't meet a Niner fan who doesn't have anything good things to say about them. Joe Staley, guys like that. But those guys didn't get a title the way Montana, Craig, and Rice did, who, who reached that legendary status. And I just think for this team, you know, I wanted it so bad for, for the Harbaugh team. And the same thing for this. I think fans, th- these are players that fans have really attached themselves to. They seem like good guys for the most part. You know, good locker room guys, a good core group. I think for their legacy too, it's so hard to get back. This year means so much. This game is just for whatever reason. Not that any other game wasn't gigantic. It felt like the window for the core was maybe open a little bit more in 2019. And okay, we'll be back this year. It feels like it's still open for another year or two, but it's not as open as it as it would have been a couple years back, just because of their age and things like that. So. Huge, man. So, yeah, Jay, I mean, just for the legacy of these guys, you know, these players that we've come to love, you want it for them, too.
2: Yeah. And you start to look around the NFC and you start to see who's creeping up on you. I mean, look at the Green Bay Packers and what they've been able to build so quickly. And and then you look at the Detroit Lions, which I love what Dan Campbell said after that NFC championship mm-hmm. game. Like, guys, we might not get back here. I think that is a way to instill urgency. Because i I despise and, and I I'm gonna I don't like using the other word, I despise the whole will be back thing. Oh will you? Well it takes so many things for you to get back health, other teams health, um some luck. There's definitely luck involved in, in the Super Bowl, which is why I feel a little bit different about this one, because there were some breaks that went the 49ers way. Usually they don't go their way like that in those games. You know, you have the the helmet catch, you know, the off of the face mask. Usually that goes the other way. And when you look mm-hmm. down the line at champions. You can point to moments where you're like, man, they have no business being in the Super Bowl or they have no business winning that game. And you know what? You need a little bit of that. And that's where I kind of am right now with this. So, yeah, absolutely. And then how long can you keep? Let's You know, let, let's let's face it. Aside from Hufunga, the 49ers really skated by without with very little injury problems, very little. And that is something we are not accustomed to. Are you going to bet on that again next year, especially mm-hmm. when guys getting up there in age? Then you start to look at the numbers. you got to start thinking about restructures. Who's Who can stay? Who can go? You have first-round picks again. Right now, you have an opportunity with 60 minutes of football. If you play your best game and you play the, the, the game that you can play, you have a chance to n- kick all that down the road. And you know what? Whatever happens, you can at least say, hey, we won this one. This one definitely feels bigger. And I love Brian's point about how it's flipped. The Chiefs have turned from like this one play explosive offense to dinking and dunking you to hell, which is what they try to say to Brock Purdy is. And that's hilarious Mm -hmm. to me because anybody (laughs) who's watched the Chiefs now, they are literally dink, dunk, dink, dunk, get to the 20. And then from there, it's backyard football and and it's Kelsey Emma Holmes. Right. And that's hilarious to me because that's what was funny in that Super Bowl 54, 17 targets for Tyreek Hill. Who's the Tyreek Hill now? Uh Marquez Valdez Scantling? Yeah. Well, good luck. Maybe he'll catch a pass this time. It's just, it's it's scary to see how they've they're able to find a new way to win because the defense is ahead of the offense, and then you still have that guy. So I think that's really funny too, the way that they've kind of flipped. And the 49ers have now flipped into the offensive defense thing. I think that's a great point, Brian.